Eldritch Horror Squad's Keeper Ann here. Heads up that this is a mature podcast in a mature setting. This podcast uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu rule set by Chaosium. All content, including names, places, things, or any other noun-resembling entities living, dead, or shimmering just at the edge of your vision, like something between a memory or a nightmare, are purely coincidental. Is it just normal outside? It's just like we walked outside and it's normal. Yeah, you're walking back into the employee parking lot. You're definitely not parked out here. Upon seeing that immediately pockets revolver and bayonet. Yeah, my my revolver goes back into my purse. And I'm kind of lightly grabbing Lewis's arm. My hand drifts down to slide the revolver out of his grip. He's he's pretty uncomfortable with you touching him, but he lets you take the revolver. Lewis. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah. What did you mean by, I won't give her to you? What? When you're in Hildred's apartment. He, uh, is, he seems to be, like, trying to recall for a moment and says, I, I wasn't going to give them my wife. What were you trying to burn? You, 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 you're not supposed to know. You can't know that. William, w- William, and he turns. No, Lewis, I'm talking to you. William would step up because he got called. And, yes? William, you, you, I told you to make sure the rest of it was gone. You can't let her, you can't. Lewis, that's why we're here. We need to talk to you about this. Because we couldn't find everything. We know things are missing. Yes, some of, some of it couldn't be so it had to go elsewhere what do you mean by that loose because you ask me something i legitimately could not do all right you're my friend i could not kill you because of that and yeah he grabs you by the shoulder and pushes his face close to yours and says I would have done it for you. I don't I don't think he would say anything to that. Um, I think as we get in the parking lot, um, are we like kind of stopped in the parking lot? I feel like we're a little stopped. Yeah, I yeah. imagine pretty close to the building I overall. Meant, I imagine yeah. you make like you guys like stop at like five feet out, but then you quickly move to fifteen to twenty feet out and then keep talking. Mm-hmm. Like when you exit a burning building. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, when we stop, like, Oksana, like, cuts, like, part of, like, her skirt off and tries to make, like, a makeshift sling for Annika. But she sees Lewis, like, get in William's face and just walks over and is just like, can we save this for not a parking lot? No, we we can't. What is so important that this has to be hashed out here? Can we just not be near this place? I think that's a good idea. I don't know what Delilah wants with him, but... I could talk to him anywhere. Let's just go to his apartment then. How should that there? A point of, uh, just in case we forgot, Lewis has a house. The apartment is Hildred's, but you could absolutely bring him back there. <laughs> I hate the way you said that. Well, I, I mean, the house, I mean, his, his fiance is probably there. Do you want to have the scene in front of her? Probably not. That's up to you. Let's just go to a cafe, guys. <laughs> Look, there must be a Starbucks around here somewhere. This is not the weirdest thing that's happened in Denny's. <laughs> it most certainly is not. I think the last exorcism took place in a Denny's. <laughs> I feel like, though, she does mean, like, Lewis's house, but she doesn't know he has a house. She just assumes an apartment. Mm. Okay. How about that, Lewis? How about we go back to the apartment? Oh, I... I... I don't want her to see me like this. Then let's go to Hildred's. No. 
No, 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 no. We'll go to my place. No, 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 no. What's so wrong about Hildred's apartment? And it takes him a second before he says, there are, there are things there and they're waiting for, they're waiting for us. They're waiting for, for you and me. And what are they? He points up a shaking hand to Thaddeus and says, he knows. <laughs> oh. I'm not really part of the conversation. <laughs> right, right. Do Circles, you... people with no faces. Let's go. Let's go. How do you know that? That one told us. Yeah, no, I was there. It's not great. <laughs> the dancing was unsettling. <laughs> when my wife cut her throat, it kind of sucked. <laughs> Bit of a mood killer, not gonna lie. You know, when I got transported to another dimension. You know, her being faceless, I was like, you know, maybe this can work. You know, I can get into this. Like, not not great. It's not fantastic, but I could get into it still. But no, the dancing really did it in. It was just that much gold. I'm more of a silver person. <laughs> Seen my sad pallor. It really goes good with silver. Okay, so you're all... I'm, I'm sorry, what is the, the team's idea here what yeah our are, destination are we going somewhere i feel like we're going back to lewis's house i feel like that was where he wanted to go the most and that's where william would he's the most comfortable to talk about this at his house that's where lewis or william would want to go and yeah i was going to look at lewis and she goes fine it told me to go there anyways what Okay, we're going to your house. What is your address? And he gives you the address. I've already mm -hmm. got his address. I'm walking off to find Sean. Uh, yeah, Sean, uh, Sean is sitting on the... Uh, he's in, obviously, the visitor's parking lot. And he's standing outside of his door, um, chain-smoking. Richard just walks past. And uh, off to the next place. Um, he hops in the back seat. <laughs> so, yeah, before you get in, yeah, he, Sean notices you look pale, and he puts a hand, like, on your, just kind of, like, above, like, you know, right above your breast there, and it's like, boss, you good? Not remotely. And what do you need me to do about that? Well, a couple of things, but we'll, uh... We'll organize that later. First, I need some water and a ride. I'll do you better. And why don't we start you off with a stiff one? You know me so well. Yeah, yeah, I've already got it prepped. <laughs> you get in the back and there's a cocktail and all you have to do is still add some ice to it. Oh, yep, Indeed, he does immediately, and it's going down faster than he'd like. Uh, was anyone to drive with you? I don't remember who all brought their vehicles. I here. think I drove here. And I I would ask if I can go with you. You. It's like, oh, I, I I'm not up to driving right now. <laughs> don't drive, please. Oh. Don't drive and make it so that I might not be able to follow you. So you can come with me. Oksana, you don't have a ride. I don't, but I was going to grab the address from Lewis and meet you all there. I was going to drop off Annika back at okay. um, Finch's first. And then I think you have your own car. No, I came with... No. Uh oh, oh okay. Richard. <laughs> so you're all piling in my car. Yep. Oh, no, so like no, so Delilah would go with Richard, right? I mean, if you follow me to the car, yeah. Yeah, she will. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> and I don't know who Lewis is going with. I mean, assuming you. Probably, Probably. you. It's just you, me, and Lewis. <laughs> Three crazy men in a car together. Yep. So one of them. Small. One of them is very paranoid that you might sacrifice them to an eldritch entity at any moment. The other one is uh, thinks he is currently being sacrificed. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> and I think as I imagine both you and Lewis get in the car first, and then it's William getting in you see his hands finally start to shake mm. as the adrenaline wears off and he just rests his head on the uh, wheel of his car for a little while. 
If I was less paranoid right now, I'd be really nice to you. But as it is, you must suffer alone. But this is an act to let you get your guard down. Yeah, I mean, in fact, yeah, you're watching both of them very carefully. And Lewis is looking at you with wide, bright eyes, Thaddeus. And he says, like, wasn't it just glamorous? Thaddeus isn't going to say anything to that, but there's going to be a, like, incredible... Incredulous. Yeah, sure. I was gonna... Incredulity? Yeah, yeah, that one. To his face and just like, what the fuck? (laughs) He's not gonna gonna respond to it, but it's just a... "Mm?" Yeah, and when you respond to that, he turns his head and looks out the window and says, and so very terrible. Yeah. You've been there then. I tried very hard not to be. He's just gonna give a really understanding and like, yeah, look. It's like, I get it. Yeah, and so Delilah, you get in the car with Richard. And he, then Sean looks back and says, well, I'm, I'd like to offer your usual. It is back there, but I can't really pour it from this position. I can get it myself. Thank you, though. Uh, how visibly injured is she? Um, I think you all have, like, you have probably second degree burns, but they are beneath them, but they are like in these slots and that your shirts ended up like covering and all. So you definitely are injured, just not extremely noticeable. So, Sean, do you think we might stop like at my place for a shower and a change of clothes. Sure thing. And yeah, Delilah kind of raises her arm to gesture where some of the burns are on her, and she's like, so what are you going to tell Kevin? Uh, He's... He'll understand more than you'd think. He won't like it, but... He'll think it was another workplace injury. You know what, I think that works fine. You get a lot of secondary burns in your. No, but gunshots, stabs, slices—they're not uncommon. Well, they're they're relatively uncommon nowadays. But I work with enough fire. This yeah. and you can see the nervous rattle in his voice. You can hear it. This is his attempt at making light of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, fire. That makes sense for you. I'm wondering if that hospital needs a little bit of it. I think I I strongly agree with that one. Fuck that place. Indeed, I couldn't have said it better myself, and takes a long sip from his drink. So, Oksana, Mm -hmm. what were you hoping for here for transportation? Um, probably just... Um, are there any, like, businesses? <laughs> you already know we're calling a cab. <laughs> Why don't we roll one? But not before we sit stand on the curb and I offer Annika a cigarette and we take long, hard drags. Yeah, she's leaning against you a little bit and you offer her the cigarette. She takes it and she takes a very deep breath of it. I mean, you see the embers burning up high on it (laughs) before she lets it out. She hands it back and says... I like, like, keep it and I crack out one for myself. She nods, puts it back in her mouth and says, So is, uh, this is what you've been doing for the past six months? Not terribly consistently, but a few incidents. Are you stupid? You like to think so. I think anyone who would per- who would purposely be involved in any of these things might be stupid. I'm not purposely involved in any of these, I assure you. What are the chances of somebody coming across things like this more than once? 
Probably not great. Seems very convoluted. Like bad Broadway play. We have to push the plot of our, um, uh, oh, along somehow. <laughs> cut that, cut that. <laughs> cut that, cut that. <laughs> and, yeah, and, like, yeah, the way she leans against you, like, she's, she's exhausted. Is it okay if I help you with your project tomorrow? No, we got most of it done anyway. No, it's not okay. Yeah, stay home. Uh, if you think I'm going to quit on a project halfway through, then you, then more than all of this shit, you have really lost your mind. No, I don't think you're going to quit, but... Well, you only have one arm. What the hell could you be? There's an ism somewhere in that. <laughs> oh god, it's not gone, is it? <laughs> She's like, I just have to read and then pile and then organize. I don't need two arms for that. No, but you are used to both of your hands, so you turn them. You would just get them my way. Oh, that's shit, and you know it. I don't think it's shit at all. It's very shit. <laughs> shit enough that I'm surprised that even you would say it. Just stay home. We got most of it done. Oh, Annika, come out, visit the town. I'll show you all the sites. It'll be great. We'll, you know, work together. That'll be great. And then first dance is just, oh, Annika, you gotta go home. I don't like this anymore. Look at you. What, you want to get wrapped up in that creepy-ass apartment? I don't want you to. Well, I already am. You aren't, so stay out of it. Don't fucking tell me what to do. I will. You two, like, stare each other down for a bit. And a taxi cab comes <laughs> up. Window rolls down. Roll me a 1d6. Da, da, da. That's a 2. Um, yeah, and at the driver's wheel is a very, a very familiar but serious-looking woman. Ah. She looks out. So, uh, are you two getting in, or should I just keep going? Now we're getting in. And she, like, gestures to Annika to hop in the cab. Um, and then is, uh, rests her hand on the open window. It's just like, hey, Vicky, thanks. Yeah, so, you, yeah, you both get in, and the very first thing you, she says when you both are in is, I'm very sorry about the Christmas card. I really tried to get him to stop. I don't think God himself could have stopped him. Come hell or high water, nothing will stop them. No, I expect nothing less. Okay, so let's go ahead and return to William. So you pull up. You pull up to the house. I think we would wait outside until at least one other person showed up. Okay. Oh, uh, actually, wait. Sorry. Can I see if his wife is home? <laughs> you, yeah. You see that there's a car in the driveway? Okay. So I guess I'd turn to Lewis and just, what are we going to tell your wife now that you're out? And, yeah, he, he's his eyes are kind of bugging out a little bit. He's He says... <laughs> I don't really super know. I mean, she she had me committed. Well, we can tell her half-truths that don't tell her the full thing about the doctor, but say that they weren't taking care of you the right way, that we could, that me and one of your family friends had made the decision that 
it is better for you to get out of that environment. We could throw in some doctoral nurse abuse to just like neglect power. It's a position that unfortunately happens a lot with other patients. It's pretty believable. Does he have visible wounds? Um, so he, yeah, I mean, he has, how close are you inspecting him? Make me a spot hidden, actually, for this. Ooh. Um, uh, 59 over 45. Yeah, um, so what you notice is he has a burn mark like everybody else in the party probably does. And you can't quite tell more than that. Okay. At least we have a burn mark to prove, to say that something happened. I mean, if we wanted to go really fancy with it, another inmate could have gotten out and caused some damage, and they have to reduce the number of patients they can take care of for the moment. Or, yeah, something like that. That's that sounds that sounds more believable than they just couldn't help. Especially since I was only there for, you know, a day or two. Alright, well tell your wife that, but I think we should wait until either Delilah or one of the others gets here first. Okay. So Richard and Delilah, you come back to Richard's place. I mean Richard would just immediately walk in and walk into the shower to wash off. Maybe, yeah, that's that's the first thing he's going to do. Okay, so you go again into the shower. Delilah, what are you doing? Uh, she'll come in. I'm assuming Richard has more than one bathroom. I would assume. So yeah, she'll probably use a different bathroom to at least like wash her face and clean off any obvious dirt on her clothes. Okay. Um, so, Richard, let's say you use the bathroom that's probably connected to your bedroom upstairs. Yep. Delilah, you... You hear the door sh- open and shut. Uh, so yeah, at first she'll probably just immediately assume it's Richard or Kevin. She'll just like be like, oh, hey, and like kind of turn... Okay, so she's coming out of the bathroom. Oh. Like, you said, like, her, so I'm assuming in the bathroom, heard the door open and shut. And so, like, to the front of the the front door. door. Oh, the front door. door. Okay. Uh, yeah, she'll just assume that, yeah, that's probably Kevin. And then, yeah, she'll kind of quickly finish up to be out of his way and get out of the bathroom and probably playing on asking Richard if she could borrow a shirt if hers is kind of messed up from. Yeah, so you, you come out and, oh, Kevin says, oh, uh, sorry, I wasn't expecting, do you want me to put on some, some tea or something? Oh, no, that's all right. Uh, I'll have to be leaving again soon. Oh, uh, no problems. Uh, it's, uh, so, uh, Richard's upstairs then? Uh, yeah, he went to go shower. And, and Kevin gets a bit of a smirk and he gives you a little bit of a finger gun and he starts going up the stairs. Uh, just kind of like lightly rolling her eyes and then being like kind of internally like well fuck he's gonna have to explain something but she's not doing it <laughs> it's not her husband yeah I mean Richard after everything you've been through today mm-hmm. I mean what kind of showers is this? is this a sitting in the shower type thing or are you still in that hyper rational perspective so for the shower, it would be clean off, wash out the wounds, and then it would be after he gets out of the shower is when he would sit down and wrap the wounds and sit and think. Yeah, so I it sounds like you're a bit on an, of an autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, so Richard, you... You're washing the way you know how to, and you're not trying to think about it. When you hear the slide of the curtains behind you, 
Richard would have a little bit of a start and then turn around and I think he puts on a face. Yeah, I think immediately Kevin's like laughs and is like, oh, you good? I just wasn't expecting you. Well, you, yeah. weren't, you weren't here when I got back. I mean... I mean... <laughs> he like shrugs, but he's like, it's like seven now. I usually get back at this time. Jesus, is it that late? Yeah. Where'd your day go? And he gently, like, runs his fingers through your hair. You get lost in your work again? That's certainly a way of putting it. It's just, uh, well, it was a rough day. And he brings your head in and he presses a kiss to each eyelid and says, Well, all right, well, you're home now. For now, yeah. No, none of none of that for now. You are home now. That, I, I am at home right now. God, I wish I had more time. You, okay, how about this? You sit in here, I'll get out, and I'm going to tell Delilah that whatever she needs, we can sort it out tomorrow. I don't think she'll believe you. Oh, she'll believe me. <laughs> Hun, you're looking really pale. Yeah, well, I'm... not looking forward to the rest of this job. Uh, sorry, I'm... I know I'm normally smiles, laughs, and brevity, but... it's... A little worse this time. And he he laughs a little bit and says, Is that what you think I fell for? The laughs and the smiles? No, I like the little bastard underneath that. <laughs> so if you need some space tonight, I'll give you the space tonight. Whether if it's space from whatever it is Delilah's trying to drag you into. Or if it's a space from, and he saunters a little bit closer, whatever it is I'm trying to bring you into. Well, I might just have to try and have my cake and eat it too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's so in character, yeah? I'm, and then he walks closer, puts on confident air, I... I'm going to go wrap up this business as quickly as is humanly possible. And then I'll be back. Oh, it's it's really cute when you take charge. I can't wait to change that tonight. <laughs> You're welcome to try. And gives him a little shove and then starts walking to the closet to grab a new outfit. You hear his laugh from the shower and he stays in for a, for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Oksana, you bring Annika home, mm-hmm. back to Finch's. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, she gets out, and she says, uh, you're uh, coming in, right? I'll come change out of this mess and gestures to her bloodied clothes, um, but I have to go to Lewis's after this. I'm sorry, was all of this not enough for you? You have to go asking for more? If it gets them out of the apartment and the job done, then yes. Oh my... Okay, so... Jesus fuck. I didn't think... that this would be something we'd have to argue about. But your life is literally on the line... And if I can do anything about it, I will attempt for it to not be on the line. At this point, it is a conversation. I'd hope to God my life isn't on the line for the conversation. It, it seems to have been a lot more than I thought it was. But it's over now. <laughs> 
the hard part is yeah. over now. Is it? Are you? Can you actually promise me that? I can. I'm gonna guess. Are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So let's go ahead and make a roll here. But um, can can I make a roll to to lie really well? Yeah, I think uh, there's a uh, there's a skill like fast talk charm. Oh, fast! I think it's fast talk. Okay. Fast talk or persuade? I'd give you here. Mm, I forgot persuade existed. <gasps> Uh-oh. She is Keaton. Yeah, that's a no. What'd you roll? Uh, 42 over 25. Annika rolled 100. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm the suavest motherfucker here. Look, Annika wants to believe you. <laughs> hey. Actually, actually oh. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, at the front here, Annika gent- like, brings a hand up to your jawline and gently touches it and says... Okay. If you say it, I'll believe you. I'll, tr- I'll I'll trust you. And then gives you a bit of a joking grin and says, "But if you ruin that trust, I will fucking destroy you." I'm well aware. She, anyway, let's get you cleaned up. You're a mess. Yeah, yeah. Go to your very important meeting. So much more important than Annika, dearest friend who. Who took damage for you today? That's fine. Oh no! Is this not like two-way trust? I trust you to be okay. What? Okay. If you're going uh, to, if you're going to be so bitchy about it, I was trying to say something nice, but okay. Yeah, it doesn't really fit you. <laughs> fine, I won't do it again. Mm, different circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, come on, come on. Yeah. So she, yeah, she goes inside. And what, so what, you're just checking her shoulder? Or? Um, i probably go and find, like, Sarah or one of, like, um, if there's, like, a maid in the house to be, like, to maybe find Sarah to see if, like, she knows anything or knows anyone who knows anything to help out Annika. Um, and then help her get set up, like, to, in the bathroom and then just go change and head out. Yeah, I think, you, yeah, you find Sarah in her room. I mean, yeah, and Sarah has practiced a little bit of medicine so as soon as you come in and you know she asks oh uh, hey uh, what's wrong you look a little i don't know panicked oh yeah sorry it, it, it's just been a really long day there was um an incident and uh annika got her shoulder dislocated um but we had a friend who put it back but um i was i didn't know if you maybe could take a look at it yeah, and she stands up from from her desk and says, "And here, and here, I thought that that archivists were in a safe line of work." Okay. Usually, but sometimes those papers are treacherous. I'd imagine so. I mean, I I didn't think that you got arms like that from Simba from simply lifting books. Yes, very um, dangerous paper cuts, you know. Well, don't worry. I'll try to protect you from them. And follows you down. Uh, my knight in shining armor. Yeah, and so she starts to tend to Annika. And I imagine you go back down to the taxi. Yeah. I, I mean, after changing. Yeah. Out of, yep, yep. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, yeah, as we left, I probably would have told Vicky, like, I'll, I'll be down pretty quick. So then I head out okay. to Lewis's place. And so, first and foremost, Richard and Delilah, you two will make it back to Lewis's place. And so you drive up and you park behind William and Thaddeus here. How busy is the street? Who? How big is the street? No, how busy? Uh, not super. There's uh, probably two or three pedestrians coming by, like crossing past. Okay. Because Lewis does not want to freak out in front of his wife. Is there benches on the street by any chance? No. Okay. I guess we would, with, especially with Delilah now here, go up and, like, just 
either if he can just enter or just knock on the door so that his wife can come and open the door for us. Don't just enter. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to enter someone, somebody else's house. I mean, we do it all the time with the empty apartment, but that's different. That's a dead first. guy's apartment. All right. <laughs> that's different. Yes, yeah, so you, you knock on the door, and after a few moments, his, yeah, Lewis's fiance opens it up. I would let Lewis go first, since it is his fiance. And she says, what the hell, what, what are you all doing here? And Lewis says, um, oh, there was, uh, there was, <laughs> there was, a uh, an incident, and, uh, I'm, I'm afraid they don't have the capacity any, anymore. Um, and yeah, she is looking at him, and you can tell she does not believe a fucking word out of his mouth right now. Who's all standing by the door? I mean, I'm around, but I don't think I'm in line of sight. So I think it's mostly probably probably me and you. Standing a little bit further back next to Richard. Yeah, you have to have a good eyes on the situation. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know these people. This is another unknown oh, person. I should have mentioned I would have told you what we are, our little cover story was before okay. mm-hmm. actually entering. So yeah, Delilah is going to step up and be like, oh, he's uh, he's a little shaken from what happened. An inmate attacked one of the doctors, so they had to reduce the amount of people that were there when we came to visit. Mm-hmm. Roll me a fast talk, but you're going to be at disadvantage because Lewis went first. Forty-five under fifty. So yeah, just a five. So she low. She slowly nods with her eyes squinted and ushers you all inside. Yeah, Dola kind of like waves for Richard and I mean, yeah, I'm to just come a, along. A little like, off yeah. to the side. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm like two feet away from you, but like yeah, 90 yeah. degrees to the Yeah, left. but like definitely just like waves you guys inside <laughs> with her. Yeah, you all yeah. go inside and she goes to start making tea. There a clock around? Yeah. Okay. Delilah does glance at it nervously and like tries to push it down, but yeah. And yeah, she looks at Lewis and just, I need you to tell me everything you know about what's happening. And he begins to shake his head. No, not you. I can't tell you. Could you tell me, Lewis? As much as I can. I know what happened when you try to say his name first. Don't say it. Just tell me everything about what's going on around the name, all right? Anything that could help us, help you, or even Delilah here. And, yeah, that's about when, Oksana, you pulled up. Gotcha. Uh, Could I possibly make a detour, actually? Absolutely. What would you like to detour? Back to Hildred's apartment with my notebook. Yeah. Okay. So I would just pick, just to pick up my notebook. Because I figure if we're talking to Lewis, I'm like, well, here's my notes on all the stuff that we got. Yeah, I think you can make, uh, make the detour and still end up here around this time. Okay, solid. Um, but yeah, I think when I get dropped off, though, I take a long smoke outside and steal myself. And then I go knock on the door. Yeah, so you ask William and then there's a knock. Lyle just goes and opens the door. <laughs> I would, is Lewis on, like, I'm assuming Lewis is sitting on the couch now, right? Yeah. I think I'm kneeling, like, in front of him, like, kind of giving him some comfort. Like, just presenting a nice, warm, like, person to talk to. So that he's not, like, he doesn't feel closed off. And just kind of keep... If he's having troubles helping work through that, of trying to tell us what's going on. Yeah, and you, so you ask him, he's like looking back to Delilah and says, she, no, she can't be here. Why is that, Lewis? 
I can't tell you. I can't, I can't say that. She cannot be in here. Delight. Like, okay, can I hear that at all? Make me a listen. Okay. Extreme success. Yeah, you fucking hear that. Uh, she is going to try to hide that she is pretty frustrated, and then she looks at Richard in this kind of tell me anything that he says, and then she's like, all right, and then walks out the front door. I give you the subtlest of nods. And then, yeah, she goes outside to have a smoke break. Oksana rocks up to Thaddeus. So what is going on? He kind of nervously looks at you a little bit, but uh, we're about to ask Lewis if he knows everything. And I wasn't, I don't know why Delilah left. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I was writing in my notebook. Okay. uh, We just got here. Oh, okay. So I thought I'd be a little bit later, but... Everybody wanted to a shower and a change. Except for us. Except for us. Noticeably so. Um, <laughs> so, Louis, now that she's out gone, could you tell me? And he he's looking at you and he says, his mouth keeps opening and closing. He says, Oh, where, where, I'm, I'm so, where am I supposed to start? Anything, I, I don't know, just anything that can help you or Delilah. This does seem something's going on with you and her. And, yeah, Louis says, I, it started with, it started, it started with Hildred. Um, it wormed its way into Hildred. And then he tried to he wanted to kill my fiance and he wanted me and then he laughs he wanted me exiled it it was the, the strangest thing and then you know a few months later I oh, I had to try to take care of his apartment he he Hildred passed and then I heard it I heard him and he's coming through the the floorboards he's coming through the walls he's coming through everything I read all the music I hear he wants us So I tried to burn it, but it's not burned enough, and he wouldn't let me burn some of it. But you think we could burn that? That's what I asked you to do. What about the other things that weren't there? We saw the the room. And he starts shaking his head violently. No, 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 no. It's all right, Lewis. No, there are. They're safe. They're safe. They're gone. They, they cannot be found. How do we know that, Lewis? You don't have to just burn the things I said, too. I should be the only victim left. Why can't Delilah know? He wants her now. And knowing somehow makes her less prepared? Yes. Every step she makes towards him, he is making towards her. So if we burn the apartment down, or at least the book collection... Will it stop him? And yeah, he gives a bit of a manic laugh and says, I'm probably not, but but it'll make it that much harder. 
Why would it make it harder? Because she can't see what was there. If there are crumbs, she will follow. She will step towards him and he will step back towards her. Who is he? The last time he tried to say something, it did not end well for him. I look at Oksana and if I had to guess, it would be uh, the upstairs keeper. Because Thaddeus also doesn't want to say the name right now. Our, our friend upstairs. Is is that it? Kestin is the upstairs neighbor? He opens his mouth. He begins to shake his head. He shakes his head no, and then he begins to convulse. And you all see something like a ball rolling up his throat. And he falls onto the ground. I think Richard is first thing is to try and just keep his neck straight. I remember what happened last time. And that we made it go back down. And it's probably for the better that he tries to make it go back down again. Um, I don't know how he would do that, though. But... I think he might ask one of you guys to go get him a glass of water as I he also tries to stabilize him from hurting himself or something. Yeah, that is Oksana. You both see this ball go up his throat too. And William asks somebody to get him water. Oksana, do you want to... I guess. And then she goes to grab some. And she comes back and she's like, fuck, spit it out, man. Yeah, so you go into the kitchen and you see his fiance there. Mm -hmm. And she's turned to you and goes, is everything all right? Uh, yeah, just something in this throat, I guess. And she rushes out with you. (laughs) (laughs) And she's at his side, like, Yelling, like, what is wrong with you? And I'm sorry, what was it you say next? I just like spit it out and like slaps his back. Yeah, so you lift him up a little bit, you start slapping his back yeah. from your angle. Mm-hmm. Roll me, San. <sighs> I don't have a lot to lose. But that's a 22 under 68. So you're going to lose one point. Yep. Because from your angle, Oksana, you're above him, holding him up a little and slapping at his back. Uh Uh-huh. You're telling him to spit it out. Uh Uh-huh. His mouth is open, and you see from the back of his throat what looks like a bloodshot, yellowed eye come up to the surface and it looks at you. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. And then it blinks and rolls back down. I think she sits him back down and then just stomps around in front of him and is just like, did you meet faceless children and did you let them take something from you? And he's he's just choking and crying and he moves onto his knees and elbows and he's trying to choke out no they just took it don't you fool she like slaps her like journal against like her thigh like a oh, fucking idiot. What did you see? Look, there's you saw faceless people, they're there. They take things from you. And if you're an idiot, you let them. 
And that's probably what all this is. It's just the faceless children of the night taking parts of you. It's fine. It just happens. Just simply say no. Just Adult like, life is already so thing, weird. This might as well happen. No means no. And even, even the monstrous children know that. Mm-hmm. If this, that has very much... If a thief tries to take your belongings, simply tell them no. If they, if you tell them no, they legally can't take any of your possessions type of energy. No, that's um, Club Penguin. Wait, you're being murdered, but that's illegal. But that's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal. I can't believe you've let them take in your eyeballs. This is, you're ridiculous, sir. After uh, Oksana mentions the faceless children and how this is probably all them, uh... Thaddeus kind of looks at her, it's like, unfortunately, I feel like it's more than just the children. Faceless. There's a whole ballroom, castle, whatever, of faceless people, and I feel like they're all connected. Oh, yes, undoubtedly. Yeah. Well, Thaddeus, there's another thought that's going to strike you here, mm-hmm. since you're still in your bout. Yeah. Oksana never mentioned this. She was holding it back. She probably knows what you saw. Also, when did you see faceless children? You didn't think this was important to mention during the entire time we were looking into the apartment? Yeah, I'm kind of with him on this one. Were you just holding that back? That could have been very useful to know. For you, I'm sure. For me, not so much. Uh, and, you know, when a whole group of people is in a potentially dangerous place, it's great to keep information only to yourself. <laughs> that could actually help others around you as well. How would I know it was going to help people? By saying, hey, look it, there's some fucked up children in this apartment. Be careful what you touch. <laughs> Look it. Or maybe I found... when I just say don't touch anything, people just listen. Hmm? Hmm? Because I did say that, I think, a lot of times. Yes, but there is a difference in consequences between, hey, you're being incredibly, uh, one, which is you're being incredibly rude and bad and, like, societally, and, hey, if you touch the wrong thing, you are going to straight up die. There's a little bit of wiggle room, and I feel like you should, you know potentially say one or the other. And I chose one to say. So essentially, it's all right for you to think, oh, if someone disobeys me, they deserve to potentially die. Like, that is a very big consequence that, like, you should let people know if they are in that sort of danger. Like, I get wanting people to trust and follow your rules without the added bonus? Because, understandable, you have a job to do. It's kind of important to realize shit is spooky and it could kill you. One, what the wild accusation that I think it's acceptable for people to die if they disobey me? If you don't tell them, the dying is the consequence. Hey, you know the book? that could hurt you, I put away. I hid it so that none of you would touch it. You don't think there's others? Maybe if you let me catalog them, I would find them. <laughs> <laughs> Back to episode five. I'll let Oksana do her job. You know, because that's that was kind of the thing. that uh, Why I was like, don't touch anything. Let me do my job. Because guess what? I knew it was dangerous. I knew what I was getting into. That's why I told you not to touch it. And you couldn't just take me at face value. You couldn't just respect me for a moment and not touch things when I had the job to do. And you are just some man from Massachusetts. Yes, I'm also just some man who did respect and didn't touch your books. However, it's still something you should have said. No. (laughs) Because none of you should have been there in the first place. And then, when I did find something that was harmful, I got rid of it. I looked for things that were harmful, and I got rid of it because you all disrespected me anyway. And yet, I still went out of my way to get rid of things. But yes, tell me again how I think people should die. 
Tell me again what I think. Tell me again how I have not thrown myself into danger following you people to a hospital. But yes, I think other people should die because they don't listen to me when I tell them not to touch the, books. The point was that when you hold back dangerous information like that, it could lead to people dying. And, you and yet knowingly, no one has. Yet. You don't, that's not something you want to play around with and make a habit of. I'm not playing around. Why do you keep... Why do you think I keep telling you people, don't go in that department, don't touch anything? And you don't just maybe, case in point, you are investigating spooky things, you purposely seek them out, and then I'm like, hey, maybe don't touch stuff. You don't put two and two together that, mm, actually, no, smart move. Let's not just touch things willy-nilly. Hmm? So yes, it's on me to constantly babysit all of you. Mm-hmm. And tell you things are dangerous when you seek out dangerous things. Mm-hmm. Tell me again. <laughs> I have so much I want to say, but I don't want to ruin the moment. Oh no! Please ruin the moment. Me, Sarah's <laughs> no, so bad with. I can't take conflict. Like I don't know how to respond because I never fight back. And Thaddeus is like she's not getting my point, and I don't have anything else to add. Delilah's not here to prove her wrong, so also, you gotta do it. Uh, you just want me to share. I'm not going to do that. You remember me in Monster of the Week? This is not my forte. You're Richard, either. though. You're yeah, fine. that's You're not how my fine. brain works. You're fine. Uh, you definitely should still share. <laughs> no. <laughs> When we were in that apartment, we weren't seeking out spooky things. I was there to make a quick buck on a library, on a job selling books. Yeah, and then I told you not to touch anything. But you also know, like, art history that is so great with incidents. Oh, yes, yes. I look back on that and smile and laugh. And no, I don't. I don't know if going into it, I'm not going to assume that... The elder, like, that things beyond my comprehension are involved. I'm going to assume that I am there on a job to look at books that I can sell, unless you tell me otherwise. Hey, same. I thought I was doing a job with books, and then I found things that were not good. And again, I hid them so that other people would not get hurt. Then share that we're in a minefield after you step on a landmine. Or you could just not walk into the minefield when I, I tell you not to. Uh, hey, don't cross that street is different than, hey, there are explosives on the other side of that street. Consequences dictate actions. Then there's consequences. I'm, nobody is ever going to take anybody at their word enough unless they know why they're saying it. Cool. Last time I did actually share, and I did tell you consequences, and I was still ignored anyway. What's the point? Sample size of one. I didn't know you. And now you do. And you still don't listen. And now I do. And I would have believed you if you would have fucking told me. William, what are you thinking during all of this? It is a lot going through his mind right now, because mostly he is still trying to comfort Lewis, because I'm assuming Lewis is still freaking out on the ground right now. Uh, he was starting to calm down until the voices started getting raised. But he hasn't made it known, or like, hasn't said it yet. But his take on what all of this was is the same thing of, you should have told us that dangerous things were abound, because none of us walked in here assuming dangerous things were here. We, I've expressly said it, or stated as William, that he was there trying to find a book that may or may not have taken a fragile mind and twisted it. And, and that, you don't think that's dangerous? It could also be mundane. It could, yeah. It, if you're going to start... Taking a mind and twisted it is you, mundane. If you read a thing when you are already... I need to get. I need a better example than Mein Kampf. <laughs> 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 the Bible. Yeah, and I was about to say. I guess I will bring this up as William. If you start to talk like that, he goes. 
I have seen men, devout atheists, devout non-religious, turn to make-believe, to turn to the fringest of religions for a slight hope. Those broken men in the trenches, in the mud that I fought in, because they, they wanted to cling on to something. If it was mundane and it twisted his mind, that is not the description you give when looking for that book. When you say a book that is taken the mind and twisted it, I'm not thinking Peter Pan. I'm not thinking the Bible. You know what I'm thinking? Oh, probably that fucked up book at the hotel. That's what I would think. That's that's dangerous. That was a dangerous book, you understand? Then you could have told us, hey, there's one of those books here. I could have told you, hey, if you let me catalog, I'd tell you every dangerous book that's in here. You could have just let me do my job, and I could have told you anything. I asked for a day, and I couldn't have that. But God forbid, I don't share everything with you all. Also, people I don't know very well and certainly don't like. Delilah's not here, but that is also to, other, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, everybody. Yeah. Not so much that, just mostly <laughs> William and Richard. I've met you once. But during this argument, you're in the hot seat. As is. a point I have of clarification, point. if Delilah was here, I would also be saying this to <laughs> yes. Okay, but, but also... Yeah, I'm just going to share every little thing that they find. That's, hey, this book that, like could be dangerous. Let me just hand it over before I figure out, hey, maybe there's another book you could mean. Let me give you options and tell you exactly what I found. I could have done that if you just, I don't know, gave me a day. You just listen to me. But uh, no, tell me again. I need to share everything with all of you all the time. No, you need to say, you said don't touch anything. I'm asking for one more clause saying, and this is why. Okay, maybe I should have shared. But also, even if... What evidence do I have, again, that you would trust that? Even if I did say it. Like you said before. There's no precedent for it. Like you said before, we had a prior history at that point. Where I'd been constantly ignored, walked over. And... Why would I share? Because... Um, because... We know each other at that point. Relationships are everything. And, uh... They're everything? Yeah. And you all treat me so well. Hmm? I think perhaps this might be a good moment, actually, to interject that... William, as you levy this against Oksana, as you all do, there's a book right upstairs you were told about that you didn't mention to anybody else either. I won as a player because it's been so long since that was mentioned. I have forgotten about that book as a player. I didn't. And two, he hasn't had the time to try to figure out what that book is. They have been going to place to place to place right after each other. I see the absolute (laughs) rabid look in Cindy's eyes right now. (laughs) Oh, but you've been you've been chased around, not had time to share. Mm. No, he's been chasing different leads. If I were you, Jake, he hasn't. Huh. If I were you, I'd be worried about being hunted right now. <laughs> oh, also, I'm gonna let you know as this argument keeps going on, his fists are clenching. Good. And I think as a crescendo, he raises his voice and yells to Oksana, "Get out of the room, leave." If you don't want to be here, if you don't want to help us, get out. Go back to your job. If it's so goddamn important to you, instead of the man who's on the ground in front of you. Instead of the man I'm trying to save. I fucking came here. So you shut up right now and say that that I don't, I'm not going to help at this point. I'm fucking in it. You don't tell me to get out. Oh, you threw me out of the room the day one I was trying to save this man and you... I told you straight up his life was on the line and you turned it away. So no, you don't get to yell at me like this. You get out of here, go back to your goddamn job. 
No. And I think we'll end it there for tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to yell as hard as I did. <laughs> no, that was great. All, both of y'all. Holy shit. That, no, both of y'all. That was great. I love that.